You're listening to a Sharesies podcast. It's Thursday, the 2nd of September. You are listening to Recap. I'm Jose. And I'm John. Now, we both work at Sharesies. Sharesies is a wealth development platform where our purpose is to create the most financially empowered generation. But before we get started, please listen to this important message. Investing involves risk. You aren't guaranteed to make money and you might lose the money you started with. Any information we provide is general only and current at the time. If you're looking for help with your investment choices, we recommend talking to a licensed financial advice provider. Welcome back, John. Great to have you back on. Oh, hang on, hang on a sec. Welcome back. Welcome back. back. Welcome back. I just had that lined up for Alice yesterday when she came back after a, I love it yeah I heard that one I love that song I um I'd love to say back by popular demand but you know like, yeah, man. You, you, I'll everyone take loves it. you everyone loved it it was great uh, so good to have you back both John and I are in um uh in Auckland so yeah I mean you look like you're sitting on the floor to be honest yeah, I've got um, my Just kind like, of like Euro pillow up against the wall and that's my perfect kind of like oh, meeting beautiful. posture right now. That's beautiful. And you, you've got great posture as well from what I've seen. <laughs> so it's working for you. But uh, I hear you got some news from the old Capital Raise Desk, John. Correct. So Plexia Group has announced in mid-August that it was going to merge with Task and yesterday it announced a capital raise of $20.8 to help fund the acquisition. Well, okay, so that's a lot to take in. Uh, let's start with who the parties are, who's involved. Sweet. So Plexi Group is a mobile engagement software company, which is listed oh, right. on both the New Zealand and Australian stock exchanges. Also, one of Plexi Group's biggest customers is McDonald's too. And I, I hate to bring up McDonald's, Jose. I know both of us can't get nuggets <laughs> yet. Like we're, we're at level four, yep. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get there one day, mate. Don't you worry. But the hold other party out for my filet is... fish. <laughs> oh, I'm definitely a McNuggets guy myself, to be honest. Now we're going to start a wrestling podcast. Now we're going to start like a McDonald's podcast. I love it. Oh, surely! <laughs> what a combo! Don't, don't the, talk about combos. Um... <laughs> it just made me more hungry. <laughs> the other party is Task, which is a fully integrated transaction management platform for hospitality and grocery organisations. Task platform helps with point of sale, ordering online, plus kiosks and mobile apps. Plexia will also obtain Task customers, including Sky City and Starbucks. Right. So, yeah, we actually talked about this a while back um, uh, um, uh, on, uh, uh, on Recap, um, on an earlier episode of Recap. So, this is a bit of an update on that. So, what is the capital raise? Yeah. So, Plexia is raising capital or funds to help finance the acquisition of Task. Capital raisers will offer shares in exchange for funds at a discount to the market price. So as mentioned, Plexia made the announcement yesterday and there are two components which will make up the full 20.8 million raise. First, Plexia is raising 15.6 million from institutional investors who are usually companies or investors with large fund bases to invest with. This raise is called a share placement and Sharesies can offer these opportunities through to its investors and you would have got an offer email about it yesterday. The second component of the raise is for 5.2 million 
and is open to all existing Plexure shareholders, which will be conducted later in the month. Right. So is this acquisition costing Plexure, was it 20.8 million? Is that right? Uh, not quite. The total purchase price is 125 million. All right. Okay. So that's a lot more than uh, 20 million. Um, how is Plexure going to find, uh, going to fund the remainder? Yep, so Plexure is going to issue new shares to the owners of Task and its senior employees. So this will mean that Task employees and owners will hold around 40% of shares in Plexure Group once the transaction has been completed. Okay, so that brings us up to speed. So what's what new has happened? So Plexure raised the 15.6 million institutional raise yesterday and will now offer the raise to existing Plexure shareholders later in the month. The raise and acquisition is conditional on Plexure shareholder approval, which will be sought at a special meeting on September the 24th. Awesome. Thank you very much, John. So shifting from the Capital Raise desk over to the Elon Musk desk, what's the news, Jose? Right. Well, so the latest is that Muskie, as I like to call him, has confirmed that yet another Tesla electric vehicle is to be delayed. I remember that they've delayed their Cybertruck launch to next year. Is this another car on the back burner? Yeah, so this involves Tesla's second-generation Roadster vehicle. Now, this is supposed to be a high-spec sports car. Uh, sort of read a little bit about it. it had, it's supposed to have a top speed of over 400 kilometers per hour. And uh, supposedly, and I can't believe this is apparently a thing, according to Muskie, on purchase, you could have the option uh, of paying for rocket thrusters which would allow the Roadster to hover above the ground, which sounds absolutely nuts to me. I can't, I, I, I can't even picture it. But news of this came through old Muskie's uh, Twitter account. Have to say, Muskie loves his Twitter. He is a total Twitter fiend. Uh, interestingly, like Tesla famously doesn't even have a PR team. Muskie dissolved it last year saying that he doesn't believe in manipulating the media. So generally, anything you hear about Tesla comes from him, usually on the back of him answering a question or two on Twitter. So what did Muskie say? Well, well, he said the new Roadster should ship in 2023, all going well. It was supposed to be launched and sent out in 2020, but got delayed this year. And the cause of the delays, he placed squarely on supply chain shortages. Now, we've talked a bit about uh, supply problems like this before on Recap. A big one for cars is the semiconductor shortage. Modern cars use a lot of these, and COVID has hit the factories where these are made pretty hard. So specifically for Tesla, Muskie said that uh, said before that they've struggled to get enough modules to control airbags and seatbelts. But it's affected the whole industry. Toyota and Ford, for example, have cut production volumes because there's not enough of these chips coming in from, our, uh, from offshore. I have a sneaky feeling that it's not only semiconductors that are being affected, right? Uh, you'd be you'd be right. So, so Tesla has raised prices for some of its vehicles, as well as uh, removing part part. Sorry, as well as removing parts from them. Muskie's pointed to pressure from the supply chain, causing prices for parts and raw materials to increase. Now. I want to hear from the big box retail desk. And it's a very nice flat pack desk as well. So we're staying with the US and looking at that well-known big uh, store chain, Walmart. So just to bring you up to speed, so Walmart is the US's 
biggest private employer. It's actually got over 2 million employees worldwide. And apparently, and I, 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 again, this is another fact that's sort of blown my mind, apparently in the US, six, uh, 90% of the population in the US lives within 10 miles of a Walmart store. So they've got that place sewn up. And its revenue in 2021 was 559 billion US dollars. Jose, I have to say, every time you say Walmart, I just keep thinking of the movie Paul Blart, Mall Cop. Like, I don't even know if I've seen the movie, but it just rolls <laughs> off the tongue, you know, like Walmart, I, Paul Blart. <laughs> I haven't seen the movie. I assume it's a documentary of some sort. Some sort. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's one with uh, Kevin James. It's, uh, yeah, yeah. it's a comedy. <laughs> yeah. Um, but so Walmart is a huge company, is what you're saying. Yeah, So definitely. why is it in the news today? Okay, so Walmart says it's looking to hire 20,000 employees ahead of what it thinks is going to be a big holiday shopping rush. The new permanent jobs are going to be in the supply chain side of things, uh, freight handlers and fulfillment workers mostly. Walmart's also investing in automated technology and systems that quickly pick and pack grocery orders. So why are they doing all of this? Okay, so there was a big spike in online orders during the pandemic, as you can imagine, and you factor that in and supply chain problems as well, like that of the semiconductors we just talked about, and you get a lot of delays and pushed back orders. Now, Walmart says it thinks that demand is going to continue heading into their holidays and beyond, even if the pandemic gets under control. Uh, I guess what they're thinking is that you know once you've had a taste of the sort of online ordering life, you know you won't go back. Um, so it's in a bit of an arms race with its competitors who are generally trying to do the same thing. And so that's what's pushing this recruitment drive. What does that mean for those warehouse and retail workers? Big companies like this sometimes don't have the best reputation when it comes to treating their workers well. Yeah, it's a good question. So everyone's competing for employees at the moment. So that means there's been some movements for the deal for workers to get a bit better. Uh, for example, Walmart has started paying out special bonuses to warehouse workers and uh, paying for things like co college tuition and textbooks. Uh, another example, the pharmacy chain Walgreens is increasing starting wages and you know there's a couple of other examples happening out there. So yeah, hopefully it's a nicer Christmas for everybody out there. And with that, that brings us to the end of Recap for the 2nd of September. Thank you very much for listening and thank you, John, for stepping in. Thanks, Jose. I appreciate it. I almost feel like a bit like Beaver, Stephen McDonald from back in the day where he got the call up to the All Blacks <laughs> in the 2011 World Cup. Everyone was falling around. He steps up, nails the penalty. You know, like a bit of a Beaver reference there for you. Oh, I love it. Thank you. You're going, you, you just, you, you know what buttons to push. <laughs> Always a pleasure, mate. So... If you're enjoying what you hear, please give us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Absolutely. Recap, we'll be back tomorrow for Casual Friday. Always love Casual Friday. Kakite Arnold. See ya.